now. Very good morning to you. Welcome in uh, to today's programme. The comment lines are all open if you do want to get in contact with us. We'd love to hear from you today. And you can do so to 086 38 33 55 3 if you want to get in contact with us. And uh, now we're getting uh, some texts coming in today, and I better give them to you straight away. Uh, Castle Ellen Road, a tree has fallen across the road there, and it's completely closed. And a uh, tree down in Lydican Woods in Clare Galway. Uh, the road is impassable. The tree is down on the lane at the back entrance to Kilcornan. And there's a tree down between Ballymac Ward and Gorchin Road 3. And there's a tree down there. And another caller has been out to us about Ballymac Ward and Gorchin Road as well. Three big black horses are running around the roads there. And be careful. Uh, just be very, very careful from there. Uh, comment lines open, though, if you do want to get in contact with us today. We'd love to hear uh, from you on that one. And you can do so uh, this morning. And uh, I also, by the way, I want to uh, clarify something. We got some texts in last week about the podiatry clinic uh, in Merlin Park. We'll deal with that uh, in a few minutes' time as well because um, I was given some misinformation or mischievous information, so I want to try and, and figure that out as well today. We've got a statement from the HSC, and I'm quite happy to clarify that. Uh, it still is uh, in and around, so it's still in Merlin Park. Now, though, um, over the weekend, I was saddened indeed uh, to hear uh, that... Um, the many tributes indeed, uh, but I've said here the death of Tom Hussey, but many tributes have um, been paid to Tom Hussey. And when somebody says to me the word Tom Hussey and they talk about they talk about politics and all of that, what I think about is an absolute gentleman. My, my interactions with him uh, since um, 80, 88, 89 were just of a man who was just an absolute gentleman. Um, but many tributes have been paid to the uh, death of the former Fianna Fáil councillor, senator, TD and minister, Tom Hussey. And I'm joined on the line by um, Michael Connolly, indeed, Councillor Michael Connolly and Councillor Mary Hode, and we'll be going to him in Oquia shortly as well. Um, but Michael Connolly, good morning to you. Thanks, indeed, for joining us uh, today. I'll do what I'll do. I'll go to Mary first. Uh, Mary Hode, good morning to you. Thank you, indeed, for joining us uh, today on good the programme. Good morning, Keith. An absolute gentleman. He was chairman of the, H of, of the Western Health Board for a period of time, too. Yes, indeed, I have to say it's with uh, deep sympathies this morning that we express our sympathies to the family of the late, great Tom Hussey. Um, I suppose Tom was one of those people who managed to serve at all levels, at county council level, at Shannon level, at Dáil Éireann level and at ministerial level. And yes, he had the proud accolade of being Cahirlach of our council on a number of occasions and indeed being chair of the Western Health Board. Uh, Tom was somebody who epitomised everything that a local community uh, elected representative was and I suppose I was very fortunate to have known him. He retired from the County Council the year I joined but I certainly would have had the pleasure of working with him and I have to say one of the things about Tom for all of the newly elected representatives he remained very actively involved in the organisation in the Fianna Fáil organisation for many years and was always a very strong mentor and support to all of the new members who were elected and you know it's fitting that today we have our monthly council meeting and at the outset of that meeting will be tributes to the late, great Tom Hovey. And we will be adjourning as a mark of respect for a period of time to uh, show our sympathies and, and condolences indeed to the family. And indeed also keeps to the family of the late, great Kathleen Quinn, who I had the pleasure yeah, of serving true. with, who was buried last week. Absolutely. Stay with me. Michael Connolly, Councillor Connolly, good morning to you. Thanks for joining us uh, today. Uh, uh, again, just uh, again, your thoughts. And when did you meet him first? Well, I know Tom. Um, I know Tom was he going back to um, since I was a kid. He used to come to our house, and he was a very good friend of my father, and a very good friend of the local common here in Myla. And Tom, 
uh, as you have said, and as Mary has said, was a perfect gentleman, and he epitomised everything that was uh, brilliant about uh, public service and Fianna Fáil and indeed all the rest of it. I also it would be remiss of me at this juncture not to mention uh, Kathleen Quinn and pay tribute yeah. to her also and to say uh, vote sympathy to Carmel and to Dorothy, her, her daughters and, and their families. But uh, um, today I want to express my deepest sympathy to Tom's wife, uh, Bridie, his children, James, Thomas, Paul, Sinead, Trina and Kieran, and uh, his sisters, Annie and Rosaline, and his grandchildren and all the rest of it. Tom was Minister of State for um, t- uh, uh, East Galway, and on two different occasions he was Minister of State for Health and Minister of State for Agriculture on two different occasions. And Tom was able to, he was a very down-to-earth gentleman, but he was able to operate at a very, very high level. Yeah. And uh, he, he was also, when he finished in politics, he was chairman of a transition board that uh, was involved in the amalgamation of uh, Glenamady Community School. The two schools in Glenamady, the vocational school in Colossus Joseph, and uh, it was it was uh, instrumental in securing funding also for Glenamady Community School in 2002. He was a very warm-hearted individual and was very experienced and a very knowledgeable individual. I didn't very often ask Tom for uh, advice, but any time you would ask Tom for advice when there was a crisis of any kind, Tom was very cool, very experienced and all the rest of it, and he's, Tom would, uh, his answer would very often be, well, you know, that'll sort itself out. Uh, but uh, Tom, when he finished in politics, he, he remained on in, uh, in the... He was involved in the ETB and the VEC, and... Uh, was a very warm-hearted individual and a brilliant public representative, a gentleman to his toes, and uh, uh, he, he would be very, very sorely missed in the North Galway area. Tom, Tom would probably never have lost his seat only for the the uh, divide-up of the constituencies, mm-hmm. and it's still, it's back to this day again, it's divided in, where uh, North Galway has gone in with Roscommon, and Tom lost a big chunk of his electoral area. Only for that, Tom wouldn't probably would not have lost his seat uh, back when he lost it because uh, his constituency was carved in two halves. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, he left. He has left a a very um, huge imprint on the landscape of northeast Galway, and he'll be very, very sorely missed. Arash, arash jay go on on Jewish. Uh, thanks, Councillor Michael Connolly. Mary Hall, come back to you again. I mean, he he, he was he was a, a gentleman of gentlemen, I have to say, and any dealings I had with him. I don't think he ever raised his voice to anybody, to be quite honest. Um, but he he had a way about him, and he brought people with him. And that's very true, Keith. And I think that is that says a lot about an elected representative because sometimes you know maybe the quieter representative might be somebody who who can get an awful lot more done. And in fairness to Tom, as you said, he was a very very quiet gentleman, but somebody who went about about doing his business really well. And I suppose I remember, as I said, I was coming into politics as he was exiting politics, but I remember him, you know, and I, I happened to be living in Hedford, which was an area that had the unique privilege of being in East Galway, in West Galway, in West Mayo. So we were in different constituencies, and I certainly have remembered, you know, fondly when Tom was out campaigning during the election campaign, as Michael said, but it's, it's the boundary reviews that cause a lot of these things and that cause a lot of problems for elected representatives, unfortunately, when boundaries change. But... Tom was one of those people who was quietly spoken, but always had a solution, always had the answer. And I know certainly when I joined the health board, I had reason on a number of occasions to contact Tom about different things. And I always found him very accommodating, very helpful, and always 
somebody who would be able to find a solution. And I think today is a sad day for his family, particularly for his wife, Bridie, for his sons, James, Thomas, Paul, Sinead, uh, for Trina and Kira, and indeed for his sisters, Annie and Rosaline. And we remember them particularly today. Okay. But I, I think, you know, the lifelong, it's, it's not everybody who gets to serve at every level in political life. And indeed, the late, great Tom Hussey did manage that, as I said, at council level, at Shannon level, and indeed at all level. Well, may you rest in peace. Uh, thank you, indeed, uh, Councillor Mary Hood. Uh, Deputy Eamon O'Keefe, good morning to you. Good morning, Keith. And I think you were looking for me a little bit earlier, but I was in the dentist's chair, so you'll, you'll have to forgive me. That's okay. The dentist chair would be more pleasant than coming on here at times, I have to say. Tom Hussey, uh, <laughs> you, you knew him well. Uh, I knew him well. I, I the fondest of memories of both himself, indeed, and old Tracy. There were people who got the job done. Yes, and I, I met Tom Hussey the first time. Uh, he was Minister of State for Agriculture, and I was running the co-op down in Cornamona, and there was an issue that had arisen, and I sought a meeting with the Minister of State. So I went up to Dublin, and I always remember the kindness with, it, with which he received me. He actually brought me to lunch that day, and we had a great conversation as well as transacting the business we had to transact. Uh, I then got to know him very, very well when he was in Galway County Council and I was in Galway County Council uh, from the period 91 and I was there to 97. Mm-hmm. And he, he was a great servant to Galway. He was a great person. He was very calm, very considered, very measured, but could take a strong view in a thing when it was needed. And he had, I, I said to Mary Hode and to Michael Connolly that he had a way about him, so he had, where he never raised his voice. Uh, very, very much like Noel Tracy, um, but they just got on with it, got the job done, and made it happen. That's right. And when Tom Hussey spoke, people listened, and yeah. that was very, very evident in the county council that he had huge respect from fellow councillors across the political divide, and as well as that, obviously with the officials. Uh, and when Tommy Hussey spoke, everybody listened and paid heed. Well, listen, thanks for joining us from the dentist chair this morning, but to his his family and his, his wife family. and family. And like the, the legacy, yeah. did any of the family ever go into politics, Eamon? Uh, not to my knowledge. And Tom kept at it right through when he retired from active politics. He was still very much involved in party occasions. And when I'd go to Galway East, he was always there. And he always was the same pleasant, friendly, kindly uh, Tom Hussey. He was very firm in his conviction, but he was a very, very kindly man in my experience of him over many, many years. And he'll be sadly missed. Uh, and my sincere sympathies to his wife, Bridie, and to the family uh, on this very sad occasion. But he lived a very, very good life, and he made a huge contribution to Galway and to national politics. Thank you so much for joining us uh, today and may he rest in peace. And thank you for joining us uh, today on the uh, programme, uh, Deputy Eamon O'Queeve. Now on Thursday last on the programme, by the way, um, Thursday last, yeah, it just shows it's a live programme and anything can happen. But on Thursday last, we received a text in our telephone call in 9.57, which is three minutes to 10. And it said, I've been trying to get in contact with the Merlin Park Podiatry Clinic for the last two months. Anytime I call, it just is unable to connect your call and it goes from there. And then somebody else came in and said that it had moved to St. Francis' home. And then from there, somebody else said it hasn't moved um, to St. Francis' home. And um, my husband has an appointment there. 
and tomorrow Unit 3, which would have been last Friday. Anyway, lo and behold, um, I don't know, was it mischievous or otherwise? I don't know which one of them was mischievous, um, or was it just a little bit of mixed, mixed wording? Uh, but I got a, a statement in from the HSC, which I'm delighted to read out, by the way, just to clarify it, because with live radio, uh, you get comments in, you take it at face value, you check them, you cross-check them, uh, but it says, to whom we may concern, read the HSC Community Healthcare West uh, Podiatry Service in Unit 3. Uh, recent media reports, which was me, have suggested that the podiatry service in um, based in Merlin Park, Unit 3, uh, has ceased, ended or closed. This is untrue. The podiatry service in Unit 3 opened in 2009 and remains open, providing essential foot care services for the local population, whilst also being critical part of the clinical education of University Galway Podiatry Medicine undergraduate students. A HSE podiatry service has opened in St Francis's home uh, in Newcastle as part of an enhanced community care programme at ECC. This service is in addition to the service uh, in Unit 3 as well and is not instead of it or a replacement for it. Our contact number for Unit 3 is 091 731480. That's 091 and is uh, detailed on all of our correspondence sent to service users. If others, uh, if other numbers are being circulated, they're incorrect. Our phone lines are very busy, but a facility to leave a message is provided. If the call is not answered, we always aim to call back anyone who leaves us a message before the end of each working day. So I'm absolutely delighted to clarify that uh, fully from there. And the number again, just to give it to you, uh, the number again, uh, quite simply, is 091-731-480. So what came out of a... A comment, uh, a comment coming in indeed on the telephone lines. What came out of that comment um, has just kind of snowballed and caused serious discon. The crew up there, they've been just inundated with calls. Uh, the number, quite simply, and the number is there, 731480. So apologies to the team up there. It was done, it wasn't done in any in any way to upset anybody. But um, I read out, and to be honest, I, I do believe on Thursday morning, I referred that my mother was a patient there um, for many's the time, and I brought her up many's the afternoon indeed. I really ain't gone back now a long time, uh, but uh, maybe 10 years, and they looked after her like royalty. And But it was state-of-the-art, Unit 3, absolutely state-of-the-art. And I think I said that. Why would they bring it over to St. Uh, Francis' home? But they didn't. That's another one that's over there, and it's all part of the podiatry services. So I'm glad to uh, clarify that for all involved. Now, some other comments coming into us uh, today on the programme in relation to trees that are down too, by the way. Uh, again, just be careful, be careful, be careful. We'll give you an update of that shortly. Now, yeah, oh, very good morning to you. There's a very heavy looking shower over Newcastle, Tunnabrookie and Burn, I would say. I'm looking out at a very, very dark sky just uh, over that general area there. A uh, couple of quick ones for you, by the way, updates uh, for you. Due to the power outage last night, residents in Loch Ray may experience uh, water outages or poor pressure until early this Monday afternoon. The areas affected include Tulla Hill, Athenry Road and Cross Street. Also, residents and businesses from Toom um, to Two Mile Ditch, Castlegar, uh, will experience reduced water uh, pressure and water outage today, Monday, due to the power outages affecting Knocknacarrigine Reservoir. Uh, the areas affected include Kilbannon, Clare Galway, Lacca, and possibly Oran Moore and surrounding areas. Once power is restored, it is expected to take a number of hours before uh, the supply will be restored to all areas. 
And uh, finally, residents and businesses in Spiddle and surrounding areas uh, will experience intermittent interruptions uh, to their water supply each day from approximately 9am to 5pm, commencing today, Monday, 22nd of January, until Friday, the 16th of February. That's quite a long time. And to facilitate essential flushing of the water mains network. So... They're the areas that are affected from there. If you've come across trees and or otherwise that might be uh, causing a problem, you might be good enough, please, uh, to text us straight away to 086 38 33 And looking at the sky out there today, I'd say there's going to be some amount of water in that general Barna, Newcastle, Nocticara, uh, Tonnebrookie, Drum, that general area, Bullybeg area, I'd say it's coming down in buckets there right now. Uh, though, let me move on uh, today, though, because I want to go to uh, Sheeran Saba, Al Saba, indeed, who joins me on the line. And Sheeran joins me on the line. Sheeran, good morning to you. Good morning. Uh, can you hear me all right there? You're you're good. Yeah, I can. Yes, yes, I can. Listen, this Thanks is very, so much for having me. No, this is a very sad story. My heart goes out to you. And I, I read it last night and I shouldn't Thanks have because much. it's a very upsetting story so it is you're trying to get people out of Gaza so you are yes this this is my family I have a mother and a brother and his wife and his wonderful kids uh, are in Gaza at the moment they're stuck as everybody knows and her have been hearing about this uh, going on since October Mm -hmm. and it's really getting worse Um, the bombardment uh, is uh, everywhere. It's no safe, no safe area in Gaza, and at the moment, it's not only about the bombardment and the um, the killing, the massive, massive killing of innocent people and children. It's about starvation. There is no food and no water in Gaza, in the Gaza Strip, uh, enough for. There is no food. Full stop. There is no water, no clean water. Um, all of them are now, like I'm talking about my family now and then my family are in um, near a Shifa hospital. Everybody knows about Shifa hospital yeah, yeah. By, uh, by now. They're sleeping in the floor, basically, because it's not safe to go to their home. Um, and uh, and my mother, who's in her 70s at the moment, she's sleeping in a broken bed and a floor in the corridor in hospital. I mean, I'm trying what I'm trying really to do because I'm an Irish citizen and I'm so lucky to be in Ireland to try to save them and get them out of Gaza. And I'm not I'm not the only one really who's trying to do that. There are many, and not really too many, uh, Palestinians who are from Gaza living in Ireland and have Irish citizenship and their families are stuck in Gaza at the moment. Stuck for death. This is really what we're all waiting for. I'm since this war, I have been waiting. Not that I want to, but it just the war is is so bad, and the conditions are so bad. It's so sad, and literally, we're waiting, and we're afraid of this. By the way, of a phone call to say that they're all dead. Yeah. I, 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 my, my plan was to go to see them last December and to surprise my mother that's all mm. and now I can't do that I can't do that because uh, because of the war I really want to see my mother my father passed away four years ago and I wanted to visit his grave and just see him because I didn't see him 
uh, well, I said goodbye to him, but then I didn't see him when he died. Shireen, just... I, I wanted just to go to see my mother. I've been here in Ireland for 15 years. Yeah, and you're... I've been so lucky and, 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 and really blessed with being in Ireland and have lovely, lovely Irish friends and non-Irish friends. They're all great and have been treated so well by the Irish people. And I mean it not because I'm talking on radio. I really say that with radio or not radio. I say it every time that I'm so lucky to be in Ireland. All what I want is my my family's names are uh, in the list at the moment for uh, to be exit from Gaza. Um, so all what I want is to raise the money because it's so difficult to get them from and it's so expensive to get them out of Gaza and get them here okay. in a safe place to eat. That's all. Yeah. To eat and live in peace. Like this is how bad things are. Shireen, just just in relation to, and I know it's very upsetting, and that's why I said when I read it last night, I thought, my God, it's, uh, and and here you are, I know, in in Roscommon or in, on the borders of Gulf and Roscommon, <laughs> and all you want to do is save your mom at seventy years of age, and you've no control yes. over. Have the government, have the Irish government, said they will assist you indeed to get them on this list to get them out of there? Um, um I, oh. Okay, I called the Department of Foreign Affairs and they said that uh, they're trying to do the really the, what you call it, the, the priority is for people who are Irish citizens already yes. stuck in Gaza. And this is what the Irish government has been doing, which is understandable. Yes. But uh, uh, at the moment, because of many people are stuck in, in Gaza and they're trying to get out uh, to save their lives, as just now Irish people like myself or got Irish citizens trying to to talk to the Irish government through the TDs to try to get them out of um, out of Gaza. So we're talking about an extended family. Yeah. Instead of family to come here and now there are other countries who've been doing that. Canada has been doing it. Spain, um, um, France, and America, and other countries are doing that. So I'm hoping that the Irish government will do the same thing with my family, because I think everyone, everyone, regardless of nationalities, their age, uh, where they're from, where they are, need to live to live in peace. And living in peace is, is, is a gift. And, do you, and really, do you, this is what I'm trying to do at the moment. And do you talk to your for mom? For my family. Do you, do you try and talk to your mom every couple of days or can you? It's so hard to get through to my family. I was, um, there, I was only able to speak to her what was three days ago. The last time I spoke to her before three days ago was on 3rd of January. And the last time before 3rd of January was on 1st of December. So it is oh, so yeah. bad. Sporadic. And I, as I said, I've been here in the country for 15 years. My mother never said uh, that I want to get out of Gaza. They all, we, we have a lovely house in Gaza. It's now because of the war, it's been destroyed. All, all what I want is to bring my mother and my brother and his family, his little kids, to come here mm. and eat and live in peace. I said I, I've been here for 15 years. I never, I never heard them heard from them. Please help us. This is not the first time this has been happening. 
Um, uh, and I really don't want to go political. I want to say that there is a human, a human face to all of that. Let us not forget there are human beings behind every war in this planet, on this planet. So my mother, when I spoke to her last time, she said, please save us. I mean, I am their hope. Yeah. I'm their hope and I'm begging, I'm begging the Irish government, please, I want to save my mother and my brother and his little kids. Mm. His his eldest uh, son started the started college just two weeks before the war and now no future for him. No, no future for him. He's 17 at the moment. Um, my niece, she was supposed to start school this year, her first grade. They're all brilliant. They're all bright but they are starving at the moment. They, 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 there is no food, literally no food. Like I'm not exaggerating for people to feel sorry, but literally there is no food. I mean, we're talking about bad diet, bad water for those kids. And if not going to die by war, they will die by starvation. And I hope I can save all of these kids, by the way. I'm not talking only about my family. I'm talking about my family and other families who are stuck in Gaza. So, so I'm trying to get them out and live in peace. Okay, That's you're, all. You're, you're to be, and I'm, I work with refugees, so I understand this. I understand what is the system and I understand all the the procedures and everything so all what i'm just saying is a bit of flexibility and please just help me and help people like me to bring their people here to families i was talking about a mother and kids that's really what we're talking about yeah. i mean this is what it's, we're trying to save here it's those um it's to get them out that's what it is is to get them out to get them out and it's not easy to get out through that raffle crossing because the paperwork is, is it, there's a lot of paperwork involved in it and yes uh, and it's, it's so and it's, complicated and it's, and it's so expensive yeah it's costly so listen you're, you're fundraising so that's you are, why I'm wh wh yeah so how, how can they help on this one and what should they look for when it comes to uh, where can they give these donations it's uh, GoFundMe, and uh, I have a wonderful, wonderful colleagues. Uh, they helped me to set up that uh, uh, that GoFundMe, and people donate through that, which is really generous of all of them. So all of them who mentioned their names and not mentioned now. So, so when we go into GoFund, when we go into GoFundMe, what do we go looking for? So what I'm looking for is that to um, make the money available oh, no, for no. all the complicated. Yeah, no, I understand that. But but what's it under? Is it under Shireen or what's it under? Yes, it's under Shireen. Shireen also about emergency. Okay, so it's S. How so, is, is, is it S H E R E N or is it S H E R I N? It's S H E R I N, and it's A L S A B B A G H. Also about which means colors, by the way. Oh wow. Um, I hope, yeah, yeah. I hope, I, I hope it works for you because what you've done for this country since you've got here, and you're in the education system, and you're a translator, and you're working with people, yeah. and you know what it's like yeah. because you come from the Gaza Strip, and all you want to do is do right for your yeah. mother, and I mean that's all any that's child true. would want to do is do right for their mother, do right for their brother, do might, do right for their nieces and nephews, and sister-in-laws, and all of yeah. that. It's just a matter of trying to get a bit of traction on this one. 
that's all really and i i only want the irish government to help me to get them out of of gaza because it's not it's impossible to live there literally literally i've been waiting for just a phone call to say that they're dead and i don't want this phone call i don't want to call again and say well look thank you so much my family are dead i want them to be alive i want to enjoy my family and i my 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 plan was to see them last december and surprise my all my family i have big family i'm coming for big families so of my cousins and my uncles now they're all gone they're all gone 80 80 member family died from my mother's family 80 people died 18 one eight no 80 eight zero Oh my God! From your mom's family. Yeah, and more, and more. By the way, that was like last month. She told me that in a broken line. She said eighty people died from my family, and it's more now. Mm-hmm. And all what I want is to people go and fund me, and it's under help Shireen's family escape from Gaza. Um, and it's, uh, by the way, I made a mistake here. There's a father on I, which just to make it sound Shireen, because I, it's Shireen. That's, yeah. you asked me earlier about yeah. that. So yeah. it's under help Shireen's family escape from Gaza. All right. Listen, we'll touch base to you in a few weeks time again. And your, your heart must jump every time that phone rings. Your phone it rings. It does. It does. I. I mean, if 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 I see the number from Gaza, or my other uh, siblings, I, the first thing I say, what's wrong? What happened? Who died? I mean, instead of saying hello, how are you? This is what I'm saying on on the on the on the phone. I mean, this is a torture to be living with. It's a torture. It's not a nice thing. I can't sleep. I can't. I can't comprehend. Um, this life because of the difficulty it is so difficult to live with this fear and I really want to live in peace and peace not only physically peace not to be not living in war to even mentally peace yeah. I want to live in peace and living in peace because I really want to produ- and, uh, to um, to be a productive um, person in, Irish, in the Irish society because okay. I uh, Irish government and Irish society have been really wonderful, giving me loads of opportunities. And I have, as I said earlier, I have great Irish friends and non-Irish friends who have been really welcoming me since day one I landed in Ireland. And I'm talking about 15 years. Okay. And so I really want to say thank you so much for doing great things. and I have some stability in my mind and in my life so I can keep contributing to the Irish society. Because okay. I really feel home i am home and i'm so lucky to be in ireland so all i want is just support my family to bring them here to live in peace that's all okay i'm talking sure. about my mother my brother and his wife and his wonderful four kids and mm. i'm sure everyone will love them the way i love them because i know irish people could relate to everything i am saying and I've been living in. Okay. Shireen Al-Saba, Since thank you indeed for joining us. And we will touch base with you again later. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Not at all. Thank you, you just so the work, much. The work you do on an ongoing basis is just amazing. And I can only imagine what goes through her head day and night. You know, it's just it's just so shocking waiting for that phone, phone call to come in. It's just, it's it's, anyway... If you can help at all, just help uh, Shireen. So that's S H E, uh, again, S H E R I, Father N, 
the father on it uh, from there. And uh, if you want to go to GoFundMe, do from there. We'll put it up on our social media as well. Uh, but if you can help in any way, please, please do uh, from there. And again, as I said, I was reading the brief last night on it. It's just, it just is so sad that somebody has to fight for their mother's life so hard and yet so far away and just just can't put their arms around them and bring them home to Ireland. Now, very good morning to you. Don't forget, Galway Great after the 11 o'clock news is our own Don Stiff, and it's a lovely piece as well. And uh, during the programme I spoke to, when I was uh, giving you a list of what's on on the programme today, uh, I said to you, how do you fancy trying a triathlon? And I'm joined in studio by Rosanna Loftus, who joins me from the Galway Triathlon Club. And um, they're hosting an evening, indeed. Is 2024 your year to try a triathlon? And morning to you, Rosanna. Good to have you again. Um, is 2024 the year, I wonder? It could be. Keith, it could be for you or it could be for John, could be the year. Well, it could be for him now. Could you imagine me doing triathlon now, please? Yeah, no, absolutely. I can swim, so that's my cop is, yeah. Well, that's where, you know, we help people who are looking to get into the sea swimming. So you don't have to, you don't have to be really very good at what you do. And so you can take parts of it then. Yeah, exactly. So um, a triathlon is made up of three sports, swimming, cycling and running um, but within the club we've over 200 members and some of them really participate for let's say the sea swimming especially here in Galway with the Heskin in the summer they'll just compete in swimming and we have weekly free um, swimming um, groups that go to the 500 boy the one 1000 boy and the, and the 2k boy um, but one big thing for our new members is that we run a free four week uh, open water sea program uh, with Ashling Lynch so that really helps people get comfortable, you know, understand their surroundings in the sea, which we know is, um, you know, can be yeah. a very dangerous place. So so the three elements to it then, as you said, it's the sea, which can be a dangerous mm-hmm. place. So then actually it would take them through it all. Yes. And then you're talking about the, the being on a bicycle. And again, some of the roads around here are not very handy, but uh, no. you, you teach them the safety. We do. We do. Uh, we help uh, new members and every Sunday we have group cycles that go out at different speeds, at different paces. So it's not about being the fastest. It's about being comfortable. But our um, bike handling skills helps people kind of do corners, how to group cycle and correctly like hold your water while you're cycling. Yeah. And then the running then is... is Exactly, yeah. Look, and running, you can be be at any pace, you know, and we have coaches um, for our track and tempo sessions, which are also included in the membership, uh, three runs a week um, on the track and then on the the road. So, no, it is, it's great. Look, it's a social group. Um, Some people are very competitive. Some people are there just to continue on their own training each year. Mm. And you don't have to race. Um, It can just be about the training too. I suppose, it, and it's it's there's a lovely bunch of people come together on this one. Be it in the swimming, be it the cycling, be it the running. I mean, that's it's it's camaraderie. Yeah, it is. Look, we've we've um, people from fourteen up to sixty eight in the club okay. um, each year. Last year we had two hundred and ninety members, which was huge. We had eighty eight new members, um, new to triathlon, new to Galway. So it is like it's very social. We had a social brunch there two weeks ago in the Gourmet Food Parlour in Salt Hill. Um, we go for dips and coffees. Uh, it's a great place to meet people, you know, if you're new, especially if you're new to Galway. Mm. So um, our new members event, um, New to Try, is on this Wednesday night in the Paula Cinema. Um, they're very good to host us. So it's a really informal evening. It'll just give you the information you might want to know, answer the questions that you have, be able to talk to some other people um, and just learn a bit more about the club. So again, what time is it going to be in the Paula's? Um, eight o'clock, yeah. Eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. 
for about an hour. Will it be? Will yeah. it be in the bar area? In the bar area, yeah. The bar. So you just—it's really informative. It's information. Absolutely, yeah. Look, we'll we'll talk through the kind of the different elements as as we're doing here now, and again, what what members get out of their membership, like those. Uh, sea swimming, the the cycling, our runs, um, how how you go about r- racing as well, what the transitions are. So we we help members with all of that. So January is always a time of year when people um, kind of decide that they're going to change their lifestyle, perhaps. So what type of commitment to be good at this, not even successful. What type of commitment would people need to give on a weekly or a monthly basis? It, it honestly depends. You know, at the, like we have pool swims on at the minute in Ocean Fitness and in Kingfisher. Um, but like if you're looking to swim once a week, maybe get out on two runs a week. And obviously cycling at the minute, people use turbos in their houses, but like cycling. Turbos, that's tur- the static. Yes, it is. Yeah. Standing and you know, if you can't get out on the bikes, that's okay. You know, when the weather does improve, we'll get you out on the bike. But you're looking at one to two swims a week, one to two runs a week, and and maybe some strength and conditioning. And how long will the run be for? You know, yeah, twenty like minutes, you, half an hour. An exactly. Hour? You know, you'd look at doing a slow a slow run at the weekends, like a slow long run, though maybe um you know thirty to forty five minutes, and then maybe one other shorter run that you'd maybe do some speed work or you know some intervals, mm. and that you're running, walking, running, walking, and that's what we our coaches do. And so you get your heart to a speed that's. Your heart is happy with exactly, and again, you're just looking to 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 improve yourself week on week and and get your heart rate up a little. So, do you see people then joining? You said you had eighty eight new members um, last year. Mm. When you see that, and can you see them progressing then? And oh, absolutely! Like I've seen new members last year that took part in those Ashlings um, open water sea swimming that went on to to do Ironmans and and triathlons. Yeah, like it, it is absolutely possible if if that's something you want to do. But it's not. It's not necessary. It's not required. So it gives them the confidence to take the next step if they want to. If they want to, like uh, we'd look at helping some new members do the Lock Cultra Try a Try, which is on in May. Yes, so we yeah. we we have a program for them, which we'll give them uh, to prepare themselves for that beginner, you know, that entry level race in Lock Culture in May. So. Which That's is supposed to be a magical event. It is, yeah. The last number of years, like the weather has just worked out for, for La Culture and there's hundreds of people there and they have so many different races. You can do a run and a swim, um, which is a aquathon. You can you can you can run and bike, which is a duathlon. You can just swim, you can just run. They have different events for different people. Um and again, it's all about yourself. Do improving yourself, but also being with a group of people. It is, but what you're doing though is you're looking after your health as well. I mean, it is proven from for hundreds of years, never mind recently, that uh, exercise is good for you and, you know, it does lengthen your life. Exactly, yeah. And like I said, our members do go up to in their 60s and, and they're competing as well, or they're just training and looking after themselves. So, um, it, it, look, it's, it's the three sports you can have. A, everyone is um, weak in one. It's, 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 you always see that. But you don't have to be uh, an Olympian in all three. You can, you can like one, dislike another. Mm, I'm talking to Rosanna Loftus, indeed, from the Galway Triathlon Club. How did you get into it? When I moved here to Galway, Keith, three years ago, it was just, um, um, I'd always thought I'd like to do one. Um, didn't know how to go about it. Reached out to Joanne Murphy, who's a fantastic ambassador for us in Galway Triathlon Club. And she introduced me to the club. I did my beginner open water sea swimming. I'm, I'm petrified of what's under the water. But um, and little by little, I, I improved and I did my first triathlon that summer three years ago. So, um, and I've been involved since. 
And again, you f- you get all the benefits of it. Yes, absolutely. You know, both from a training perspective, but also um, a brilliant community here in Galway and, and so many friends. Mm. Um, and has, it's opened um, a lot of connections for me, which I'm, I'm always happy to have. Mm. Including... Mr. Morley, I'll there. include John Morley and yourself, Keith. Do all you do, do all you Mayo people come together then once a year? Then do you just have we a, we do we, we you know the, the Mayo representation in, in, in Galway and look if it's a Mayo extensive. woman it is and if a Mayo woman can be doing triathlons in Galway then absolutely anyone is very welcome to join the club. So I'm lucky. Yeah. So where can the, so so go to the Palace Theatre this coming Wednesday, twenty fourth of January, from eight o'clock to nine o'clock. Yeah. Uh, in that barrier, yeah, that's all free of charge and all yes. that, and you go through the costs involved in it and becoming members and all of that. Um, if yeah, they, we'll have some food and drinks there. If they do want to register, it's just for for our numbers. Really, it's uh, just on our website, Galway Try. Uh, .ie and there's the link straight there on the homepage to, to the event and it really is just to give us a sense of numbers uh, we've a good crowd coming at the minute so that's Galway G-L-W-T-R-I yes .ie .ie for yes. further details and they can just register register there, there just, just for their if they're existing members they'll be with yeah our existing a lot of, lot of members and our committee will be there just again to kind of to chat to people who may be nervous asking a question or, or, or who don't know what to um, how to start at this so mm-hmm. um, we'll be giving advice about your your training equipment using the bike to work scheme if you don't have a bike already uh, we do swap gear between us you know in our in our social groups and mm-hmm. that you're not you're not looking to fork out a load of money um, f- for the sport given it is it's three disciplines so yeah. so it's on Wednesday night 24th uh, 8 to 9 and you go straight home afterwards and Wednesday. you're out early in the morning for swim exactly. and there's no socialising and there's none of that type of stuff no no, no 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 there won't be there won't be a dip in a coffee at a weekend <laughs> we, t- we did a park run takeover Keith last uh, sorry last Saturday I should give a shout out where did you do that? Um, in the Dangan the new University of Galway yeah. and we had a brilliant turnout obviously uh, park runs a fantastic um, uh, resource that they do across the country, but we there was 170 at Dangan, but we the Galway Triathlon Club took it over. We had um, teas and coffees afterwards, and it was a lovely, um, lovely morning. Thankfully, before the weather turned, um, so we do things like that as well in the community. Good on you, absolutely wonderful. So it is. Uh, listen, Rosanna, thank you indeed for joining us. Uh, you're always welcome, uh, Rosanna Loftus, uh, Galway Triathlon Club. Thank you indeed for joining us. And again, if you want to get further details, you can do so uh, by going to the Palace Theatre. Um, Palace Cinema, rather, uh, just beside the docks there and just uh, off Merchants Road. And what you have to do is go there, get there good and early. It's near long walk. You can't miss it, lads, to be quite honest. Uh, get there for 8 o'clock, quarter to 8. You'll be out by 9 o'clock, so you will. And get further details or go to Galway, try tri.ie for further details. Now, yet to come on the programme, uh, Don Stiff is our uh, Galway great uh, today. And that's going out just after the 11 o'clock news. So if you're a... F- if you, if you really want to go under the hood with Don, uh, just uh, stay tuned because it's a, it's a lovely piece we've put together and uh, he's a lovely person and that goes out just after the 11 o'clock news. In the meantime, though, if you want to get in contact with us, you can do so to 086 38 33 55 3. That's 086 38 33 55 3 for further details. Now let's head towards the news desk and join the team there for news and death notices and you can also call us on 091 77 77.